On today's episode of the SSI Executive Conversations podcast, COO Angela Marr hosts Hafisa Muhammad as her guest. Hafisa is the founder and CEO of Backpack Healthcare, formerly known as Yumi Healthcare, specializing in children's mental health support. Angela and Hafisa talk about how Backpack Healthcare got its start, the importance of accessible mental health resources for young people, and Backpack Healthcare's initiatives, including their expansion in the U.S. and their new mental health app. I am so excited to have Hafisa Muhammad as our next SSI Executive Conversation guest. Hafisa is not only a mother and of three and a wife and a successful entrepreneur, she has been able to leverage her extensive leadership background with her knowledge and understanding of AI to build a company that is changing the terrain of the children's mental health landscape. Hafiza is the CEO of Backpack Healthcare, formerly known as Yumi Healthcare, and has been recognized for her outstanding contributions to the mental health field and is frequently asked to speak at conferences and forums worldwide. Thank you, Hafiza, for being my guest today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. Let me start by telling our audience how we met. Uh, Hafiza and I met earlier this year at the LSI Emerging MedTech Summit. We just happened to sit down at the same table and have lunch and just started up a conversation. And I was drawn to her story and her passion for what she is doing to change not only children's lives, but families. And as a mother of two, I was, um, I was able to relate to those needs that Hafiza brings to families that are searching for help. So Hafiza, as a mompreneur, what led you to the place in your life where you decided to start a healthcare company? Thank you so much. And I remember that day that we met at the LSI conference it was really incredible. And I think almost serendipitous. It was one of the most memorable connections that I made at this conference, your warmth, your openness. And actually to the point that you, you guys showed up to my early morning breakfast talk uh, when I invited you was just absolutely incredible. So thinking about yeah. my journey to becoming a health tech founder is very unconventional. If you told me when I was younger that I was going to be in something related to healthcare, I would have absolutely said, no, not me. That's not what I'm into. I'm more into technology. Uh, but I like to say that serendipity and tragedy collided. And this is why I ended up here. In October of 2020, my son who was six came to me and said, mommy, I feel like I'm wanting to kill myself. My heart broke. I didn't see it coming and I didn't know what to do next. What was even more challenging about this is that I was an executive at a mental health company that focused on care for adults. And I saw parent after parent try to find care for their child. And I will tell you that that's a pain that no parent want to endure. And that's the pain that's the most equal pain that no matter who feels it, knows it. And I said, I never want another parent to go through what I did. And I left and I started, you know, Yumi Healthcare, which is now Backpack Healthcare. Yes. I mean, what an incredible story. Um, I've been there too, as well with having children and trying and struggling to find the help that you need to get them and feeling that helplessness um, is not easy for a parent. So 
Um, over the past couple of years, how has mental health changed in children and, and what impact has that had on families? When you think about the mental health impact on children, people can stem from the pandemic. There was a lot of isolation, challenges for children, trying to understand like what happened, why it happened. And it, there always has been a mental health crisis, but it also made it worse because not only were the child struggling at the same time, the parents were struggling. And over the last few years, the it's been very difficult for both their child and their families. And this is why I like to think about everyone as a, a whole entire unit to be able to find equal access to care. And also there have been a lot of stigma around mental health. The good thing is that it's getting better where even though there's still a stigma, more people are open to talking about their mental health challenges and knowing that they're no longer have, they no longer have to suffer in silence. And those are some things that have changed. There's still a lot of work to be done to, in removing the stigma, but that's why we're here at Backpack that want to help you know, children and their families and everyone be able to have the life that they need so that they can talk openly about their struggles and not, not have to um, have that fear and to suffer in silence. Yeah, there is definitely something to say about being able to share your own experiences and difficulties with other people and how that turns into healing. Um, so can you give us an idea of what support there is currently for children when it comes to mental health and where you see Backpack Healthcare contributing to that? Yeah, so when you think about the support, one thing I'm, I will say that I've been very proud of over the last few years, um, when you think about from a venture capital perspective and a support perspective, there's been money that has been pouring into incredible companies like myself who provide some type of mental health care to children. So um, I have, of course, I like to look at everyone as like my partners, right? Uh, because I feel that in this ecosystem, once we're dealing with children, everyone has a place to play um, within the ecosystem to provide support. So depending on your um, locality, where you're located, um, you might have nonprofit organizations that you can reach out to. Some people start with their pediatricians to help guide them towards finding somewhere to get the mental health care that they need. And on a national scale, there are companies like Backpack Healthcare where individuals can reach out to where, you know, if we're not able to provide provide the care that they might need. If they need more intensive care, then we can refer them out to someone like Charlie Health, who focus on more intensive care or some land. Um, so those are some things that we think about from an ecosystem perspective is that we want to be able to be the one to connect others with resources and support if we're not able to help all of these children ourselves, because it's an impossible task to help every child. And that's why we rely on all the partners in the place to refer out to, to help provide that support. Yeah, it's definitely um, a community issue and it's going to need the community to be able to, to support and, and accomplish this for sure. Um, so give me a, a peek into what the future of Backpack Healthcare is. We've gone from UMe Healthcare to Backpack Healthcare. Give me a little idea of what, what your plans are, what type of things that you are um, providing um, support-wise. Yeah, so just to take a little bit of a step back, why we changed the name to Backpack Healthcare. 
So over the summer, we acquired two companies, Hurdle Health, which was one of the first telemental health company to put a multicultural framework in its practice. And she helped that focus on team reproductive health. And as we brought those companies and built together, we wanted to ensure that we came out as a solution that was holistic, that was different. We were no longer you, me. We were no longer hurdle or she. We were something different. And we talked about that emotional backpack that someone carries. And when you think of a backpack, every single person in this world has carried a backpack. And we wanted something to think about how do we provide like tools, like where you can put your tools in one place. And that's how we came up with Backpack. Uh, So our job is to help lighten the load to provide tools to help support you. Where I see us heading as a company is that we launched a self-care app for families that they can use. Um, We started a challenge of how to get to 1 million assessments where families can download an our app, get some assessments, some scores to see where they're at. And then either they can, you know, sign up to get one-on-one support with us, or they can take that to their uh, pediatrician or a mental health practitioner in their area if we're not located there. And how I see Backpack evolving in the future is to become the entry point for assessments, for universal assessments, We do work what's called bibliotherapy, which is interactive stories so that kids can help process their feelings as if they're with a therapist. The oldest modality, we have incredible stories loaded within our app. And this is something that every child that we can work on preventative care so that kids can learn about coping skills and also something to help parents be able to work with their children at home um, because there is still a stigma so that we can provide, you know, have the family be at the center of the care and helping to support them in their homes or wherever they feel most comfortable. And correct me if I'm wrong, that is going to be, that's one way of helping families start to get help sooner because I don't know if it's just where we are, but I have a feeling that trying to get your child in to see a therapist could be months away. Like the time, like the appointments are, okay, in two months we can see you. You get there, the therapist talks to your kid. Yes, you know, like we need to see you weekly. You go out to make the next appointment. It's another two months before you can get into that therapist. So I, it, it seems to me like what you have and what you're providing is is something that can kind of start the process until they may, you know, then they can actually get into an appointment. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. Starting the process, right? Because sometimes we don't know the level of acuity of care that someone might need. And this will at least give us some baseline information about the acuity to help prioritize the more, the most acute and have some self-care solution so that a child is not waiting two months without any type of support. Right. This is a digital age where children are incredible with technology. There's access to information. But we took that access and put it all in one spot so that families can start with something because something is better than nothing. And as a parent, I'd rather be doing something than sitting there waiting for help for my child. So that that is invaluable all in itself. Tell me a little bit about um your locations, like how widespread, because I know now that you are in backpack health care, that you're more accessible to people. 
Yeah, so right now we provide direct one-on-one care in the state of Maryland, but our app is available in all 50 states in the U.S. So whether we can provide a direct care, we just wanted to have a solution where families can get started right? And then they can find a way where they might love our first module we built was around anxiety and in a world called Backpack Land. So at least kids can start playing, having fun until we wait for that time to come up. And the goal is that maybe it might help them get better where they might not need a therapist because they've learned enough coping skills. And that's what we're trying to help to reduce the pressure in, you know, in the industry of how we can better support prevent and anticipate or, you know, those that might have challenging needs. I know that when I spoke to you at LSI and, and I asked you where you were and you said, right now I'm just in Maryland. And I just thought, oh, I can't wait till she is expands because um, I just saw the value in what you're providing and you want everybody to have access to it. So I'm so excited about the app and you did show me the app. Um, uh, previously, and it's it it looks amazing. So um, we'll make sure that our audience, um, you know, has access to your information to be able to look at that. Uh, but what about any collaboration with school systems, or if if a school system wants to reach out to you? I'm what's what's kind of the plan there? So right now we we work with schools. Um, so we can work with schools in any state, right? Because this is a self care solution that can be provided, uh, which is why we wanted to get out there and reach everyone as many kids as possible. Because when you're in a crisis, you're supposed to run to it, and this is our way, our definition of running, providing some resource out there to help support um, to support these children and these kids in need. So um, right now, we work with in multiple school districts in the state. We are expanding to additional school districts um, within additional states to help provide uh, more of our self-care solution to those states and those counties. We've worked with Department of Social Services, foster care, juvenile justice. Um, so the, the wide range of possibilities. And we also do work with employers. Uh, surprisingly enough, uh, we the data is showing that you know more than 50% of parents are taking off a day a month related to that child's mental health. That's a $32 billion in annual loss. And most employees didn't realize that this was an issue. And this is how we help support them by providing those tools, guidance. We do workshops, we do group therapy sessions um, to help support families in need. Uh, we recently did a workshop for um, SCA Healthcare, which is a subsidiary of United uh, for suicide prevention there around teen um, suicide. And they have a stigma fee program. And this was the largest audience they've had that ever show, showed up to a workshop in their history. Wow. And that just goes to show like how large this mental health crisis is for yeah. children and how it imp how it's impacting the workplace. So those are so many different things that we can do to reach employers, to reach schools, to reach teachers, families today. And I can only imagine when you reach out to these schools that they just were so excited to have another resource, right? That they can provide to these children and the families. So that's amazing. I'm so excited about where that's going to go um, in the future. I'm going to sh just shift gears because you and your leadership skills as a woman, let's talk about women and leadership. What is the best advice you can give on leadership? 
the best advice I can give on leadership, I this quote has stayed with me for a very long time. And it says, culture eats strategy for breakfast. <laughs> So my best advice is to take care of your people. There's always this saying that there's a lot of focus on profits. Yes, I am a capitalist. And even though I do pediatric mental health, I want to help individuals. And as a reward, we are able to make money doing that. But if you focus on the people, then the profits will come. Take care of your people. Check in on their mental well-being. Know their children's name. When are their birthdays? What's their favorite candy bar? When is their anniversary? To try to go as deep as possible because people don't care what you do or they care about if you know who they are as a person. And you want to ensure that you do everything to remove anonymity in your team and in your members so they can feel that they're, they're a person and not just a number. And people says that people like to say that, oh, focus on the revenue, but employee satisfaction equals patient or customer satisfaction, which equals revenue growth. When you think about that formula, it will never work in any other way. It can't be revenue growth equals customer satisfaction than equals uh, employee satisfaction. It always has to start with your employees. That is so smart. And I'm so glad that you talked about the whole cultural part too, about uh, taking care of each other and making sure that that, that, that people is first, because that's... Um, that is the baseline for everything in a successful business. I know that. So, um, how are you doing? How are you doing? Like your kids? How are you managing that all of this? It's very hard, yeah. um, but I have a really good support system. So, I've hired like chief of staff and bringing different executives to help lighten the load. Where I could get to stay home today and be with my children in Maryland while my team are enjoying these conferences on my behalf because. They all are great leaders, right? So why do I have to be everywhere? Why hire them and still have to show up everywhere? And I want them to have the opportunity to grow and shine and be a leader of this business, who they are. So those are some things that have been helping me is bringing the right people around me, but it's been very difficult. Uh, but nothing that's worth it ever goes off without a test. <laughs> you are so true. That's so true. Absolutely. Yes. And it is all about balance, you know, balancing, um, your, your family and, and your family, you know, they know what you're doing is so important. So, you know, they're going to support you no matter what. For anyone that's interested in learning more about backpack healthcare, where would you direct them? Where do you want them to go? So, Anywhere that wants to know that we have multiple places you can follow us. So hello backpack is like our little hashtag, like hello backpack, you know? <laughs> uh, so uh, we're on Instagram, LinkedIn, a huge follow in there, uh, Twitter, and our website, hellobackpack.com. If you want to reach out to us, we're here to help. If you would like to collaborate, um, we're here to support. Um, we just want to make a difference. And we launched our challenge today, 1 million assessments by 2026. The most challenges of challenges. When I said that, do you want us to do it? Can we do it? And I asked my team and they're like, let's go for it. And no matter what happens is that we knew, we know that we were bold. And we're mm -hmm. trying to make a difference. And we have a solution where 1 million children can get an assessment by 2026. 
And, and I think you guys are going to blow it out of the water. I do. I think <laughs> it, you're going to blow it out of the water and think about how many um, lives that affects. It's in such a positive way. I'm so excited for you. Um, um, anything else you would like to share with us before we wrap this up? I just want to tell everyone out there is that we, we are all going through something. And if you want to message me, chat with me, what's in your backpack, right? And ask the person next to you, your employees, your children, what's in your backpack? And let's work with each other to help us lighten our emotional load. That's fantastic. Thanks so much for being my guest today. I look forward to watching you and supporting you in whatever way possible. Thank you so much for having me. And I look forward to us building, growing together. You're amazing. And I love your passion for mental health for children and their families. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the SSI Executive Conversations podcast. If you'd like to see more, please follow us on LinkedIn and subscribe to our YouTube and RSS. Visit SureXSolutions.com to learn more about SSI and receive a complimentary consultation.